The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. It's the Cigar Authority After Show, and it's brought to you by Roma Craft Tobacco. Since 2010, Mike Rosales and Skip Martin have focused on the simple and time-honored task of combining quality tobacco, experienced craftsmen, and the right amount of time to bring you cigars worthy of the legacy of the centuries of premium cigar craftsmen that came before them. Whether you are revisiting the anti-prohibition era mindset of intemperance or getting in touch with your more primal side with a Cro-Magnon and Neanderthal, you are sure to find a blend in the Romacraft house of brands that fits the exact balance of flavor, strength, and body you are looking for in that moment. When you're finally able to take a short break from the world to relax and enjoy a cigar, the last thing you need is a complicated sales pitch. Simple, yet substantial. Tobacco, talent, time. Romacraft Tobacco. The after show, the after show, the after after show. show. Hey, it's the after show, the show after the show. And uh, today we're going to, we, we, we got the, um, the clubhouse thing going last week, which was, uh, my God, it was over a month yep. of, no, of not being able to get to it. And uh, we brought this subject up and I said, let's, let's carry this on uh, to the show because Barry and Ed weren't there. So um, Yeah, we have no idea what you're talking about. No. So soup casing. Suit casing. <laughs> Suit with a Suit T. Suit casing. Yeah, Dave has that, this new thing that where was he's, one. he's changing words around and, and letters. adding uh, letters uh, in the middle of the words. He used to do it just at the end. Now he's, he's moving things along to uh, the middle. So suitcasing is the selling from the trade show aisles without having an exhibit. It is also the act of stuffing dismembered body parts of a murder victim into a suitcase in order to transport them from the scene of the crime to a dump site. So we can go either way on this, I guess. It's also a prison term used to describe the action of concealing an object in one's anal cavity. Hmm. All right, let's go with the, <laughs> the aisles of the trade show, only because I came back from a trade show, uh, the TPE trade show. And uh, I've seen it before, but I, I, I think I never saw it so prevalent, um, maybe because the, the show was smaller to begin with anyway, and it was pretty obvious um, Especially when I said, oh, um, what booth are you at? Oh, I don't have a booth. Ah, over and over and over again. Um, so some soup cases are small companies. Others were large, <laughs> two. even very large. Suitcases? Yes, every time you say two soup cases, I'm going to spit out the number. Okay. Uh, some have uh, famous cigar celebrities, um, and there they were walking around. Um, or sitting in somebody else's trade show booth, which was bothersome. Again, I don't know if this bothers everybody else, but it certainly bothers me. Especially since TPE is far less expensive than PCA. Yes. yes. Um, they even go in other others competitors' booths and look around um, to obviously pull potential customers out, even media, media interviews and things like that. Um, Manufacturers and brand owners pay money to have their boots there, and they're part of it, and then others come in and sit in their boots or sit around or walk around and basically get a free pass. Um, now, there's, there, there is some of that when you have two companies that have a booth and you're having a little bit of a slow day, especially a smaller company. Someone may all right, I'm going to go and find some sales. But that's fair game because you have a booth and the other people have a booth and maybe you go and pull people out of the aisle, not out of someone else's booth. 
Yeah. But you've got a booth there. Hmm. I think part of it, why you're not hearing anybody say this, why am I the only one bringing this up, is because in the cigar industry, the belief is we're all friends. It's not true, by the way. Um, wouldn't it be nice if everybody was friends? But grabbing somebody, we only have a budget we're showing up at the trade show for. Whatever, how big or small it is, is a budget. And if you end up selling that guy, you suitcaser, suitcaser, <laughs> suitcaser. What happened to you as a child? Did, did your mom send you places with soup in your case? I like soup. You, I know you like soup, but <laughs> what soup the hell happened? Yeah. Soup is good Soup food. is good. Um, but when they end up getting an order from them, that's an, an order that that person wasn't going to spend in the trade show from somebody who's actually right. displayed there. So how is this different from stealing? It's stealing, right? Uh, bottom line, yeah. That's what it comes down to. So Jonathan brought another word out called outboarding. Um, Which is, uh, and I don't want people to get confused on this, this is it, this is not motorboating on the outside of her shirt. <laughs> that's, that's out, that is outboarding, but that's a different outboarding. Don't get confused. Yes, this is... <laughs> Now, at nighttime, a lot of, you know, some of the manufacturers say to me they do some of their biggest deals at the bar at nighttime or at the functions and things like that. Well, these suitcase, suitcasers. (laughs) Four. four. (laughs) We've we've made some progress, though. You recognize that you have a problem. These suitcasers will be at the bar, and I guess they have every right to end up being there. Yeah, I think at the bar it's fair game. I think it's still wrong. It's, they, it's not a hundred percent right, but you know, if you're it's sitting, less if, offensive. If you're yeah. going to a trade show to sell, you should get a booth. Yeah. Bottom line, yes. Yeah. The real thing about outboarding is when somebody throws an elaborate party in a suite, and they don't have a trade show booth, and they're actively trying to draw people into this party. Well, draw them out of the sales floor Correct. on top of it, so they're competitive to the trade show itself. I'm just blown away by it. At nighttime, they're at the bar and they're uh, buying drinks for potential customers or existing customers. Now, here's the the part I understand why they want to do this. They can fly into Las Vegas, get a cheap flight in a cheap room, show up at the bar, and they have a great potential of meeting a lot of their existing customers and even some new ones that aren't there that are going to recognize who they are, especially if they're a, a name uh, in the industry, somebody, and the next thing you know, they're conducting business, and here they are. They don't have to fly all around the country to visit these people. They're going to hit a whole bunch of them in a matter of three days. Actually, they can wake up late in the morning and take their time. It doesn't matter. They don't have to run to their trade show booth, and they can be out all night. You're making it sound good. Because it is good for the, for them, but it's bad for the people that exist, and, and it's wrong. And to me, it seems like stealing, and nobody brings it up. Why? And why I'm not naming names either, but they should be embarrassed that they do that. And it, I think it was four separate people that I was talking to, and then they, I said, oh, I didn't notice you at the at the trade show i must have missed your booth where is it oh i don't have a booth i didn't set up this year i didn't do this and oh does that automatically become a no sale for you absolutely i'm not going to conduct the business Mm. it it happened at the pca many times Mm. too that they they get you on the the day before the trade show Mm. is 
uh, at PCA, they usually have some educational events mm -hmm. and things. So I'm sitting there to get educated and try to learn something as I'm there. And somebody will come sit beside me and say, hi, Dave, I want you to try my cigar, blah, blah, blah. Okay, here's my price sheet. Here's this and all the stuff. I like the cigar. I'm talking to them uh, where I should be paying attention to what's going on up there. And I'll, I said, okay, wh what booth are you at? And they said, I don't have a booth. And I've given them cigars back at that point and say, you know what, mail them to me or whatever. I don't think it's right. Um. It's you free might, samples. You might I be understand. the only guy doing it. Maybe. Maybe. And listen, well, because I, I, you, I even sat on the board of directors of trade shows before, and nobody ends up bringing this up. Hmm. It's a problem. Why, why are they able to buy a ticket if Nick Perdomo would never do this, but Nick Perdomo wants to buy a regular ticket to attend the event? They would have he doesn't it. have a store that sells anything other than Perdomo, so he can have a trade show in his office. And decide what his store is going to carry. So why would why would they allow him to buy a ticket knowing he's a manufacturer? If he's a PCA member, he gets the ticket anyway. So he's not really buying a ticket. Doesn't the PCA membership come with the ticket? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So he's like, all right, I'm paying my dues. I might as well go. I'm not going to drop twenty thousand dollars on a booth or whatever it is. But in addition, but I to have that, the ticket, so I'm going to go. But in addition to that, you need booth space. You know, a few years ago, when they were doing that trade show and the, the consumer was going to be invited and all this, and I said, this is a mistake. I got business to do. You know what? I'm not going to go to the show. It turns out there was no show, and so I didn't miss a show uh, because of it, and that idea went away for now. Mm -hmm. um, somebody had said to me, well, maybe you go there anyway. I'm a consumer. I mean, I'm yeah. a retailer. I go anyway, and I go, no, because if I go there, even though I'm a retailer and I'm a big retailer, I'm also somebody that would have a trade show booth there. It looks like now I'm in when I'm not going to be in. Right. You know, I went, I went for a different reason, and certainly I would not go around passing cigars out and things like that, but this, this is happening on a – you'll be shocked to know – I don't know if you know who who did this, but um, I have theories to yeah. who one was. No, it, it can I, be tough for a smaller manufacturer, but I've seen in the past where they just get some space from somebody else yeah, who has a booth, or, I, and I understand or that. Chip in and yeah, get a booth, which is fine. Yeah, which is fine. Um, it doesn't even have to be elaborate. I mean, a folding table and a couple well, of chairs. It doesn't. That's all Steve Saka did the first show he went yeah. to. It was there was nothing there except Steve, really. Yeah, I think uh, he left the card table and chairs too, and donated <laughs> them back to the uh, people. Michael Herklotz did PCA last year. He had no cigars, mm -hmm. and he had his little booth set up. Mm -hmm. And you go over and say hi, Mike, you, you, which was smart on his behalf because he puts him in, you know, out of sight, out of mind. Yeah, well, he's not out of mind anymore because he's within your but, sight. But these other people were not out of sight. <laughs> they were there and they were working the room. They were working the room, and um, I didn't like it. Um, unethical is the best word for it, right? Especially if you mm -hmm. want to say that this industry is we're all friends. Well, friends don't do that, right? Friends don't steal from each other. Yeah. Um, the um, the parties that happen. Let me tell you, uh, Drew Estate put the party on. Mm -hmm. It was the I didn't go to it, um, 
we're talking huge money. Yeah. And everybody's invited. <laughs> everybody's invited that's at the trade show, that has a trade show booth. or <laughs> But the other people go. And they eat the food and they drink the drinks. And that's stealing from you're actually a competitor of all things. <laughs> you know, I, I, I even have a problem with the competitors going to somebody else's party. But again, oh, we're all together. We're all family it's the cigar industry or whatever yeah that's always been happening i remember in orlando um at sand lake they had the big tent and each night it was a different host and there was really nothing to do down in orlando so all the other manufacturers came yeah yeah if they're invited i suppose <clears throat> would be one thing um the um the outboarding also happens with as jonathan said that they'll rent out a suite and have parties every night in their room. In their room, yes. Basically, Skip's been known to yeah, do that. Yeah, but he has a booth at the yes. same time, so that's so cool. It's fair game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, of, of the one that's not there, and say do it now. The first time I ever saw that was during the cigar boom days, where the, yeah. the RTDA, known at the at the time, trade show, you could not buy a booth if you wanted to. Everything was sold out. You couldn't do it. So the manufacturers, the new guys that would do it, would actually do exactly that and say, okay, I'm going to be... There were a lot of them. A lot of them. I mean, we were hopping from one suite to another suite to another suite to see these other manufacturers. Less, I had less of a problem. I did it. I, I, I showed up at these things. Uh, I had less of a problem. Well, they had no choice. Right. And uh, they, they wouldn't let them in. They wanted to be in. And I, want, frankly, wanted to see what the cigars were and what this new company was all about. So there, there was everything from morning coffee in a sweet coffee and pastries and things sure. like that would be there Some in the morning. Some of your favorite things? Yes. Uh, <laughs> to nighttime cocktails after the party, the party after the party mm-hmm. uh, of people that weren't there. But that's outboarding. Um, certainly that was going on at the, at the bars. Um but nobody brings it up. I got a problem with it. Um, do, am I trivial for no. saying this? Is uh, this? I mean, it's not like you're naming names, which I was kind of hoping you would, but yeah. I understand why you won't. Uh, but what I do want to do is see about this unethical thing, and let's look at the six pillars of character. It's time for the strength and character segment. Brought to you by Camacho Cigars. Camacho Cigars, the icon of uncompromised values. There are six pillars of character. There's citizenship, caring, fairness, responsibility that we've been working right all the way through. We finished all of those, and there's two categories left. There's trustworthiness and respect. Which one you want to go with? Let's go trustworthiness. It seems very appropriate for this. All right. Hmm. So we're going to trustworthiness, and there's a lot of them, and I'm just going to pick right from the top and see where we were on the trustworthiness. Be honest in communications and actions. Be honest in communications and actions. What do you think? I think I've been accused of perhaps being too honest with my communications and actions. And I'm doing that right now, mm-hmm. telling you I got a problem with this outboarding and, <laughs> and suitcasing. Um, and people get mad at me for speaking the truth, but I certainly am the, is, am the uh, spokesperson for saying 
I, I feel like I'm going to explode if I don't say it. That, that's what ends up happening. It bothers me. It bothered me the day it happened. And then I come back, a couple weeks have passed, and I say, I got to say something because it bothers me. And we, we have the vehicle to be able to say something. Sure. The so, thing that bothers me the most in this world is when someone is not honest with their communication and they're talking shit behind my back. Uh, I can't abide by that. Yeah. I got to go and have it. It will not stand. It will not stand. No. <laughs> He goes outside when the guy pulls up in the car and goes out to his car. Met him in the parking lot. Yeah. This is just recent. Just heard you had a a problem, and uh, it's just you and me out here. You want to tell me what it is, or uh, should I guess? Keep keep talking behind my back. Did he uh, fess up? No. No, he said he had had no problem. Hmm. Yeah. So he denied it. He denied it. Be a man. (laughs) Be a man. I, and I, I've done it, it, made phone calls to somebody that says something, and I get their, their voicemail, I leave the message. Never hear. I heard you said this and this and this. Please call me. I want to talk about it. Here's my phone number. I'm here all day. Call me anytime, day or night. Here's my number. And the phone doesn't ring, you coward. <laughs> right? Absolutely. Uh, I don't know why that's trustworthiness, but be honest in communications and actions. Because somebody that I look at it as a, a valuable asset, because you, whenever you've had an issue with me, and, and there's been many, you bring it right to my attention because I can't work on it if I don't know there's a problem. That's, and that makes that's you, a daily thing. <laughs> at least daily. Yeah. Uh, that makes you more trustworthy than others because I know exactly where I stand with you all the time. And then it goes right back to, okay, what do we want for lunch? Correct. Forget it. That's it. But I, I said it, and I'm, and it's off. It just festers and gets worse and worse if you don't freaking say it. For sure. And in, in this situation of suitcasing, um, there's going to be a trade show in July, and it's going to be the PCA. And this was pretty rampant considering it was such a small show and so inexpensive to do it. Now it's going to be a bigger show and much more expensive to do it. you go got to imagine they're going to do exactly the same thing. And a whole bunch of people, anybody that saw it says, hey, nobody, nobody seemed to care. So let's do this instead of it. And then the trade show is going to go away. And then what's going to happen? You there know, needs to be some sort of a not, and I'm not a fan of being a rat, but there needs to be a, a, some sort of anonymous reporting mechanism for the PCA and for TPE, where you could say, "Listen, th- these are the culprits," and let the trade show organization do with that information what they will. But there needs to be a way of being able to say it because every other trade show organization they have clearly defined bylaws about suitcasing and outboarding and they want it reported so they can keep their trade show well, clean here's the interesting thing so we have cigar media which can keep people thing keep things honest there's, there's lots of cigar media especially at the pca my god there was so much media the, <laughs> some of the media were interviewing the other media yeah was, and there was some controversy around some of uh influences that were invited yeah you know interrupting sales yeah yeah it, the, but, a little always a little of yeah. that but the media interviewed some of these suitcases, which was weird. By the way, six. No, suitcases. <laughs> no, you said you soup. You said soup. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you put a pee on there. And I thought about it before I said oh, it. Boy. I paused for a little bit. I just can't. You're obsessed with soup. Is there such a thing as a soup caser? And no, because that's that the be? first thing I Googled when I was looking this up, and no, there's, there's not. No, so I just made a word. You made a, you made a and, word and up. And what does that mean? 
What does a soup caser do? I think they probably work for Campbell's. And they, and they put and they, soup into cases. Yeah, they, they travel around with a their samples. A whole case of soup yeah. would be a soup caser. By the way, outboarding is in Urban Dictionary for anybody that wants to look it up. <laughs> but what it really means is going to the the cocktail parties and things after. Yeah, trying to draw people. Business. It's not right. You should feel weird to do it. I feel weird when you... I, I don't know what to say to you when you come up to me. Well, I think the right thing to do is what you do is just say, this isn't the time or place for this. Buy yeah. a booth next year. Look, every... every I don't say buy a booth next year. I say just mail them to me and... You want to take... Some of these s- people I do business with. Everybody wants to do business with people that have ethics. You're showing what your ethics are if you're doing something like that. It, it makes seems it hard like to nobody's bothered but me on this, but I, I'm right, right? You're right. So, all right, uh... I'm right about that, and I'm going to be right about next week. Next week, um, I don't have the information. It's going to be on your show notes. Yeah, I don't know where it is. Next week, we got the top cigar companies in the cigar world. Who are they, and who is about to knock them off the mountain? Interesting. I called a lot of manufacturers to try to compile this list and see what they thought of my list to try to get how accurate. I had to move some things around a little bit, but I think I got it. It's going to be interesting. All right, we'll catch you Saturday on the Cigar Authority. Stick the lid end in your mouth. You might like it. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.